Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. 739, Isaiah chapter 52, reading verses 7 to 10. So Isaiah 52, starting at verse 7. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Listen, your watchmen lift up their voices. Together they shout for joy. When the Lord returns to Zion, they will see it with their own eyes. Burst into songs of joy together, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord will lay bare his holy arm in the sight of all the nations. And all the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. The second reading is on page 1028. It's taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 21 to 35. So Luke 2, starting at 21. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise him, he was named Jesus the name the angel had given him before he had been conceived. When the time of their purification, according to the law of Moses, had been completed, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, 
and a sword will pierce your own soul too. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Ian, thank you very much indeed. Uh, let me uh, add my own welcome to that of Gareth. So it's great to see you. Hope you've had a great uh, Christmas. Well, it's kind of all behind us now, though, isn't it? It's all gone, and uh, we're heading uh, rapidly. Uh, that looked like that movement, didn't it, in the song? We're heading rapidly uh, towards uh, the new year. I wonder if you've uh, into the habit of making New Year's resolutions. It would be great just uh, for a couple of minutes. Why don't you turn to your neighbour before you do that? Uh, let me tell you what you've got to do. That is to talk about... Um, New Year's resolutions that you want to make. Some of you will be groaning. Uh, I can think of uh, members of my family, one who's uh, now uh, dead. If he were here, he would be saying, my New Year's resolution is not to make any New Year's resolutions. Well, if that's you, then you can perhaps persuade the person next to you why you won't make your New Year's resolution, but the rest of you say what you might do. Just do that for a few moments. Okay, that's long enough. Okay, let's, uh, let's see. Anybody got a New Year's resolution that they want to tell us they're going to make? Of course, if you declare it now, we might ask you halfway through the year if you're keeping it. Yes, Stuart. Leave work a little earlier. Leave work a little earlier. Ah, the wife is very happy with that. Well done. <laughs> Good. Uh, any other New Year's resolutions? Oh, okay. Oh, yes, Susan. Declutter my house. Declutter the house. That's a good one, isn't it? Brilliant. Good. Well, somebody's going to be getting home earlier. Somebody's going to be uh, making the house look nice and spiffing. Uh, Fantastic. Do you know what the top three New Year's resolutions are? Here they are. Here's number one. uh, To lose weight. Uh, After all that Christmas fair, I don't know if you've uh, eaten yourself silly. Uh, Well, uh, uh, lots of people think they want to lose some weight. There's number two. uh, To get fit. uh, And... um, yeah, you know, I, I've got to get back running again. I've, uh, I've just slipped out of it over the last uh, few months. And uh, there's the top one, to spend more time with family and friends, which might be a surprise after Christmas when you're quite pleased they've gone. Uh, but there we go. Uh, and uh, I, was, I was thinking that if those are the top three, I thought maybe, maybe this would be a, a solution. You could um, go to the gym with your family and friends and make sure you don't go to the cafe afterwards, and that would solve all three. Uh, well, today... Uh, New Year's resolutions, we're going to meet someone who uh, made a New Year's resolution. Um, And he made the same New Year's resolution every year, but it wasn't any of the top three. Uh, Turn back with me, if you will, uh, to uh, Luke chapter 2. We're going to meet this uh, fellow. I don't know whether that's actually Simeon. Well, I know it isn't, because they didn't have uh, cameras uh, all those years ago. But uh, I imagine he looked a little bit like that. I'm sorry for those of you who can't see. Actually... Even if you are in a seat, you can see. You can't really see it because of the sun. But here we are, Luke chapter 2. Turn with me in your Bibles, if you will, to page 1028. Luke chapter 2 and verses 21 to 35 that Ian just read for us a moment ago. Now, what do we know about Simeon? If you have a look at verse 25, I wonder if uh, somebody uh, can tell me from the first part of verse 25 what we know about Simeon. Verse 25, Luke chapter 2. Two words that describe Simeon. If you do this quickly, we'll be home sooner. (laughs) Or I can just stand here. Uh, Anybody. It's not difficult. It's not a trick question. He was righteous. Fantastic. And devout. Great. So what do we know about him? We know he's a good man, very sincere about following God. Now, if we'd met Simeon after Christmas and said, hi, Simeon, did you have a good Christmas? Are you looking forward to the new year? Have you made any New Year's resolutions yet? I think I know exactly what his answer would be. And I think I know that because of the second part of verse 25 and into verse 26. 
See, we're told in verse 25, he was a righteous and devout man. And then it says, he was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he'd seen the Lord's Christ. So if you said to him, what's your New Year's resolution? What are you looking forward to next year? Here are his two answers. One would be the consolation of Israel. I want Israel to be consoled. And the other would be that. I want to meet the Christ because I've been told I'm going to. Now, I put it down as two answers, but actually it's one. That wasn't two New Year's resolutions, but one. Because Simeon knew that when the Christ came to Jerusalem, when he met the Christ then Israel, Jerusalem, would be consoled. Uh, And so this is one thing. So this is telling us that Jerusalem is quite miserable. It needed to be consoled. Do you know that um, in uh, that December and the festive season is the time when people are most likely uh, to suffer from depression? Um, Experts give us all sorts of reasons why that is, but here's just a few. Um, They're they're very dark days and, and long nights. It feels a bit depressing, doesn't it, when... The days are very long and dark. Now, here's another reason. Uh, people feel uh, lonely over Christmas. Uh, and, uh, you know, if they've uh, not got family and friends, uh, they can feel that Christmas Day is an awful day for them. And uh, here's another reason. Uh, they reflect over the past year and then they say, you know, nothing's changed. Or <laughs> maybe worse, you know, what a terrible year we've had. Uh, but it doesn't seem to get any better. Well, Israel, the people of Israel and Jerusalem were depressed. They weren't depressed financially, but I think in some ways they were depressed like this. They had all these dark years of loneliness, of being far from God. And all these years that had gone by, nothing much had changed for them. They kept hoping that it was going to change this year, but nothing changed. And here they were, occupied by the Romans And they were feeling pretty miserable about it. Now, Simeon wanted Israel to be consoled, uh, to be made better. And uh, he was waiting for the Christ to come. He knew when the Christ came, then he would be consoled. And so people like Simeon, and we'll meet another character next week, Anna. um, Gareth will be telling us all about Anna. They lamented the state of Israel and they longed for Israel to be comforted. Uh, Now, this was not a vague hope that Simeon had, that when the Christ came, Israel would be comforted, but it would root it in the scriptures, in the Bible. And we know that because of what happens next in our Bible passage. Have a look at verse 26. It says, as we've already read, it had been revealed to Simeon by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts, and when the parents, that's Jesus' parents, Mary and Joseph, brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God. You see, Simeon met the baby Jesus, and he knew then that he'd met the Christ. And so he said, verse 28, he praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, As you've promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you've prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. Now, Simeon's song here, this is the only complicated bit, and we're almost done. So stay with me just a few more moments. This is the only bit you need to really focus on. Simeon's song here is completely bound up with Isaiah 52 that Ian read for us a little bit earlier. Isaiah chapter 52, which you might like to turn to right now, but keep your finger in 
Luke chapter 2. In fact, I'm going to suggest you work in pairs here. One of you keep Luke 2 open, and the other one, if you've got, a, if you've got two people with Bibles, the other one turn to uh, uh, Isaiah 52, page 739, and you'll see that Simeon's song in, in Luke was completely bound up with Isaiah chapter 52, verses 7 to 10. Isaiah 52 is a song all about uh, God's city, Zion, being consoled, being comforted. And it's a day of consolation that's completely tied up with the Messiah, with the Christ. Isaiah, this part of Isaiah talks a lot about the coming Messiah. And if you look at Isaiah chapter 52, verse 8, you'll see these words. It says, listen, your watchmen, lift up your vo- their voices. Together they shout for joy. Listen to this bit. When the Lord returns to Zion, they will see it with their own eyes. Now, if you look at your neighbour's Bible now, you'll see that in Luke chapter 2 and verse 30, Simeon says, my eyes have seen your salvation. Isaiah 52 verse 8 is fulfilled in Luke chapter 2 verse 30. Now then have a look at Isaiah 52 verse 9 where it says, burst into songs of joy together you ruins of Jerusalem for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. And bursting into song is exactly what we see Um, Simeon do in Luke chapter 2 verse 28 and you see where it says in Isaiah 52 verse 9 for the Lord has comforted his people well then Simeon said in verse 29 you now dismiss your servant in peace I've been comforted I'm ready to die great and then in Isaiah 52 verse 10 We read, the Lord will bear his holy arm in the sight of all the nations and all the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. And what do we read in in Luke chapter 2, verse 30? My eyes have seen your salvation, which you've prepared in the sight of all people, all the nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. Now, if you don't get all that, this is simply to show you three things. That Isaiah 52, verse 8 is fulfilled in Luke chapter 2, verse 30. My eyes have seen him. Uh, Isaiah 52, verse 9 is fulfilled in Luke chapter 2, verse 29. I've been comforted. And Isaiah 52, verse 10 is fulfilled in Luke chapter 2, verses 32, uh, 31 and 32, where he says, all nations are going to see uh, the Lord. And uh, so what we see from Simeon is that his New Year's resolution, his longing for the new year to meet the Christ and for Israel to be consoled was completely bound up with the Bible, with the scriptures. Uh, Simeon had been reading the Bible and then he said, whatever it says in the Bible, that's what I'm going to make my New Year's resolution, more than New Year's resolution, my whole life is going to be bound up with those, those things. And that's why he said in Luke chapter 2, verse 29, you now dismiss your servant in peace. Now I'm ready to die. He was completely satisfied and he was at peace in his soul. And so as we end, just two things. Uh, Firstly, uh, a word to the Christian. 
any Christians here, when you look at Simeon, we see that our New Year's resolutions, indeed the whole direction of our lives, should be the way that he's directed his life. We should bring our lives in line with the great promises that are in the Bible, uh, shown us in the Bible, tied up with the Lord Jesus Christ. And when we do that, two things will happen. Firstly, there'll be no disappointments. You know, we make news resolutions and actually we make them all year round. We strive for things, we long for things. And when we do, if we aim for the wrong things, we're regularly disappointed, aren't we? Disappointed because we don't get the things we long for. We don't get as fit as we'd hoped to. We don't lose as much weight as we'd hoped to. We don't get that thing or that good health or a a job or promotion or a friendship or a spouse or the family that we want. Now, many of those things are good things uh, and they're not bad things at all. But when we set our hearts on them and we don't get them, we feel disappointed. But of course, if we do what Simeon did, if we set our hope on the things of the Bible that we know are going to come true, then we'll never be disappointed. One day those things will come true and will not be disappointed. It's no disappointment. Secondly, if we do what Simeon did, no regrets. We can come to the end of our lives and say, now I can depart in peace. I'm ready to die. It's a wonderful thing to be able to look back on your life and say, you know, it wasn't perfect because I'm not perfect. I'm not without fault. But largely, as I look back down through my life, I made the most of it. I invested in things that really matter, things that will last into eternity. I invested in the things of God. That is a great way to get to the end of your life. Uh, And that's what Simeon did. He looked at what the Bible said. He invested his life in the things that the Bible was about. And the result was that he got to the end of his life and he said, now I'm ready to die. Uh, Christian, bring your life in line with the things of God and there'll be no disappointments and no regrets. And then finally, a word to the person who isn't yet a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. If, they, if you're an unbeliever here, you wouldn't call yourself a wholehearted, committed Christian. Well, thanks for coming. And again, as you look at Simeon, uh, can I just leave you with verse 29 again, where he says, you now dismiss your servant in peace. Now I can depart in peace. I'm ready to die. I've made my peace with God. It's a wonderful position to be in, to be at peace with God. Being at peace with God is the reason that Jesus came. It's why we've been celebrating Christmas. The angels said it when the birth of Jesus was announced. If you look back in your Bible to Luke chapter 2, verse 14, you see glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men. And now here is Simeon saying, now you can dismiss your servant in peace. Jesus came to bring us peace, peace with God. And the angel said, uh, there is a way of being at peace with God and it is through the Lord Jesus and through him alone. Through his death on the cross that we'll be remembering in just a moment. I wonder if you're not yet a follower of Jesus. Have you made your peace with God? It's a wonderful thing to be able to lay your head down on your pillow at night and know that ultimately everything's okay. Whatever happens, everything's ultimately okay. Well, as we move into the new year, 
Now, that would be a great New Year's resolution for the Christians here to say, I'm going to read the Bible, I'm going to understand the Bible, and I'm going to bring my life completely in line with the Bible. For the unbeliever here to say, I'm going to do something about that this year. I'm going to look into these things. And let me encourage you, if that's you, uh, to come and join us on the 15th of January for Christianity Explored. Um, it's a, it's a, a bit of a course, but you can come just that one evening and see if you like it. Um, join us on that night. There are various... Um, uh, invitations knocking around. Gareth's got one and we'll hold it up at the end. Well, thanks very much for listening. Uh, we're uh, going to sing now and appropriately we're going to sing a song which talks about having Jesus as everything in our lives. In Christ alone, my hope is found. Let's stand as we sing together. <laughs>